Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on CityCast Madison. It's Thursday, so we are dishing on Madison's food scene. Our city is frankly blessed with an abundance of fresh summer produce. So naturally, our farmer's markets are off the chain. And yes, I said markets, plural. Of course, our Dane County Farmer's Market on the Capitol Square is one of the nation's biggest, so it gets a ton of shine. But are you in the know about all the smaller yet mighty markets across the city? Our friend Lindsay Christians of the Cap Times gives us pro tips for market shopping any day of the week. It's Thursday, May 18th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Hey, Lindsay. Hi. So... There is a farmer's market almost every day of the week in Madison. Yes. And if you include the lull surrounding areas, it's every day. Every day. Every day. Let's start with the big one, the market on the square on Saturday mornings. I'm embarrassed to say that it's pretty much the only one I've been to. (laughs) Because <laughs> I always lived on the Isthmus. So I'm really excited about this combo. Yeah, no, that's great. It's the original. It is the original. 1972, I think. Yeah, 1972. It's 51 years old this year. And it has had an incredible impact on our food scene here. So think about like food scenes in other cities that are of comparable size or bigger. And Madison's food scene is, is so... Um, in- incredible and so ver- varied in part because of the impact of this market. So I think it's wonderful that that's the one you go to. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'm, I love that one. It is so immense as you were kind of saying, like there's a lot happening. Um, and if you haven't been there, like so much foot traffic and it can be kind of intense. Do you have any, <laughs> do you have any pro tips for shopping at that market? I absolutely do. I feel like the best pro tip that I always ignore is uh, go early. I never go early. Like I, I know that you're supposed to, and it's like better if you do, and it's not best laid plans. as crowded. But I can't. I just can't. I can't go early. So go early if you are that person. Um, if you're not that person, like me, my pro tip is if you go a couple times and you get kind of the lay of the land, you can park near the stuff you want. So I think sometimes people think of farmer's market shopping in a different way than they do of grocery shopping. But if you actually want to get vegetables, for example, or in my case, this time of year, I'm going specifically to the market because I want to get plant starts. I want to get herbs and I want to get like the plants to put in my hanging baskets that I keep year to year until they break. So I know where like I've been before and I like made a little pin in my mind or made a little note of like, oh, okay, that's going to be over on the east side of the square. So I'm going to park knowing like where I'm going to be coming and like where I want to, what I want to get and where I'm going for. So I think that's one thing. That's brilliant because it is around the entire (laughs) capital. 
square. Yes, it really is. And I went, so when I was working on my first book a few years ago, I was walking around the square with Francesca Hong, who is a co-owner of Morris Ramen. And we were we were coming down, uh, we were going around, you know, the different sides of the square and she was stopping and she was picking up mushrooms and, and alliums and all these different things. And as we were coming down, the one that's like between, like after you pass State Street, like as soon as you pass the State Street corner, that corner, she believes that that corner, that like leg of the square is the most expensive. Mm, like uh, over to Westwash. So like State Street da- over to, yeah. interesting. Well, it's like the cheesy bread place is like right on that corner, right? It totally is. That makes sense. And honestly, I, I'm realizing, I guess, cause this is the one I've been to, I could share a couple of tips that I would recommend, which is don't try to do it all at once. Oh yeah. Like you can walk around it all if you want to, like, yeah, I get crazy. But like you're saying, Maybe just like pick off like a few shops so you can become a regular and like test it out. Maybe maybe you don't like it for very unlikely, but just like do a little at once. And also if you're claustrophobic feeling, um, just step away. I feel like I would just have to <laughs> step away, like literally maybe even cross the street, but like d- get out of the foot traffic. It is okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> like talking about preparing it like it's Black Friday, but like it kind of it like you are in that crowd like moves and you you join them. It's a it's a wave. It's a motion in the ocean. I like having a picnic a picnic blanket set up and like my husband will sit there with like his book and you know whatever and I just like pop over and I get something here and then I just drop it off for him and he's like packing the tote bags full and it's great and it means I don't have to carry it all. Oh my god, you are. So cute and beautiful, and I love that. I've never actually done that, but that is a great recommendation. So I also heard that they have fresh bagels now. Yeah, Lisa Jacobson used to own uh, Mermaid Cafe before it was Mintmark over on Winnebago. Yeah, and so she started Bare Bones Bagels a couple of years ago, maybe a year or two ago, and they were making them out of Harmony Bar. So I think they've rebranded them as with the Mermaid Kitchen brand now, and that's that they're doing fresh bagels in the square, which is amazing. I have yet to get there early enough to actually get any because they keep selling out. So pro tip, go early for the bagels. Another reason to go early. (laughs) You used to be able to reserve them too. And I don't know if you still can do that, but I I would like, I've placed orders before and then gone to get them. Of course, like I've always been drawn to the um, Gotham bagels on the square. So I'm excited to hear that there's some like really like popping new bagels that I need to try out something new. What else is in season right now? Oh my gosh. So I went to the first market of of the year with a friend of mine who's been living in California. And we were walking around the square and I said, okay, so the thing that you have to remember is nothing is in the ground yet. Like there, there's hoop houses, right? And that we have greenhouses and there's some hydroponic stuff, but it's early, <laughs> especially early on. Now that's not really true anymore. Like we're getting into May. Things are in the ground a little bit more. I've got some stuff in the ground. We're past the frost date. So things will start to really pick up, but especially early on, you know, it's like 40, 50 vendors and, and the height of the season, it's like 150, right? So Keeping in mind that Wisconsin is Wisconsin and our season is just beginning. And even though you'll see like, you know, your beautiful food magazines are like peas and asparagus and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes it takes us a little longer. Things that are currently in season, radishes, rhubarb, uh, really wonderful frost sweet and spinach, and a lot of those herb and plant starts. You know, I just got some a couple of little cherry tomato plants to put in if you're doing planting. Is there a better word to say in a Wisconsin accent than rhubarb? Oh my gosh. Ru- oh, like rhubarb? I mean, because it's just like barb, you know? I like rhubarb makes me so excited for no reason. Sorry to cut you off. No, it, no, it's great. I made a rhubarb strawberry tart the other day and it was amazing. 
Brilliant. Yeah, it was really good. Um, I will say, you know, I have heard from some folks that, you know, locals, they say, you know, maybe leave that one to the tourists. That's like when for people are visiting. What do you th- what do you think about that for the square? So on one hand, I don't 100% agree with that. Like I will go to the market specifically for certain vendors that I really like. And it depends on what my Saturday looks like. But I also know from my own habits, I tend to shop in Monona because that's the one that's close to me. Or I shop at the East Side Market, the East Side Farmer's Market on Tuesdays. So I think you make it work with your schedule. Like if there, if if your goal is to be forming connections with local farmers and to be eating more locally and seasonally, like you got to do what works for you, right? And I don't think you should feel, I mean, it's, it's sort of a, a value neutral kind of thing, like a good, bad, indifferent. Like if, if the farmer's market downtown works best for you, do that, you know, if it, and if it doesn't, that's all right. So those are on Saturdays. Also on Saturday is the West Side Market, another big and long running local market. Um, and I hear that it moved. Like what happened to the market? Yeah. So uh, our wonderful producer, Molly Stentz, had some good info about this, that it was the DOT building parking lot on University and then got moved when they were rebuilding that building, moved over to UW Digestive Health uh, for a little while and then moved again. And they're now at UW Research Park off of Rose Road, which I have been pronouncing wrong for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it fun to know now it's Rose? I mean, it's it it's, is. We love Rose. Rose all day. <laughs> so that market, I feel like that one was kind of culty for a while. Like if you knew, you knew. And, you know, people would go. Oh. And it was uh, a lot of times it was really. What side? Hot, yeah. <laughs> it was high quality folks, you know, wonderful producers who just couldn't get into the bigger market because there was a long waiting list for a really long time. Um, there are 20 new vendors this year at the Dane County Farmers Market. And that turnover has been a little bit higher, I think, since the pandemic during and since. But, you know. The West Side Market was where you could get Dream Farm Goat Cheese, which is uh, Diana Murphy. She started out working with Vermont Valley CSA and then has really expanded her business, which is wonderful. That's great goat cheese. There's a lot of, there's Lacey Rude, Rude Brew Kombucha. Sounds dreamy. There's just Stella's Bakery has a truck there. Okay. If you don't want to fight folks for it downtown. Yeah. Bryant Family Farms is uh, a poultry producer. They are also at the Minnow Market, I should say. That's one where like I will go, I got a, uh, I got a duck for Thanksgiving one year from Bryant Family Farms, and then I really ruined it. I just did a very bad job cooking that duck, but they were very they were very nice about it, and they gave me some tips the next time I came. <laughs> so, oh my god, yeah, I felt kind of bad. I was like, well, it was really dry. We ate it, but <laughs> but it's good to have that like relationship and feel like someone's got your back. <laughs> exactly. That's the wonderful thing about these producer markets is you can ask them questions. About stuff that maybe you're like, wait, how do I cook with this? They can help you. Totally. So, yeah, it sounds like that West Side Market's trying to find their footing, but they've got great, you know, vendors. Um, and they're now at UW Research Park. So there's that. Let's talk about Sunday markets. On Sundays, you've got a I would say a bunch of options, at least several. Yes. <laughs> Have you been to the market at Edgewood College, the one over on Mon- uh, Monroe Street? So I haven't been down to that one, but I wrote about it when it first opened. And it's been sort of steadily building over the years um, in terms of what they what they have to offer down there. It's, uh, you know, down Monroe Street by Edgewood College. One of the things that I like is that it's not limited only to producers. So like you can have people that, you know, 
maybe make crafts or soaps or sell, you know, used board books or whatever it is like that you have a kind of a a little bit wider variety of vendors. And I think each market has its own parameters and its own rules. But Farmer John got kicked out of the DCFM last year. We wrote a story about it and it was very controversial and entertaining. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. This is not to out myself, but first of all, Farmer John, I need... (laughs) And also, I need that whole sentence explained to me. What are we talking about? <laughs> so Farmer John uh, is, a, he's a cheese vendor. Okay. He's not a cheese, he's not a cheese maker. He's a dairy farmer. He's not from a fable story. <laughs> farmer John. He's a real person. What he does is he sells milk from his cows to like cheese producers and then, then he buys cheese back from those producers and he sells it. So his milk is getting mixed with other people's milk. So he's not a cheesemaker. His cheese is wonderful. Like the cheese that he sells is wonderful. But he's not a cheesemaker. He's not a certified cheesemaker. He sells cheese that is made with his milk. He uh, got kicked out of the market last year because some of the other folks who run the market said, this is not in the rules. This is not how it works. You can't be doing this. And he said, I didn't know I wasn't allowed. And they were like, yes, you did. Anyway, it was a whole thing. But he vends at the market in Monona on Sundays. And he's one where I love his cheese curds. His mozzarella is delicious. Like I've bought a lot of that cheese. But it's sometimes these smaller markets have different parameters. There may be a little bit easier to get into. That's good. Yeah, it's it's like the Dane County market is super strict. Yeah. And so it's like, well, okay, well, I'm going to take my goods over here. Right. And that, you know what? Like, as a purchaser of things, I'm, that's delightful. I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get I get why the rules are the rules, and that's fine, too. Well, there's so much interest to be downtown, but this is the excitement of this conversation is, like, there's so mm-hmm. much in other places. Yes. You mentioned your, one of your favorites or your go-to is Monona. And you've got, there's a Sunday market there. Why... Do you love that one outside of the fact that it is your hood? I mean, I didn't know until this conversation that they just turned 25. So it's 25 years of that market in a Huska Park. They can rent a car. <laughs> they can. Um, the thing I really like, I, besides the size, which is the appeal of a lot of these smaller markets that we're talking about, right? Um, the east side one, the west side one, the, the size and that you can drive up to them you know, and if you need to, or there's like more room for you to park your bike in some cases. Um, I really love, I have my go-to places at the Monona Market. I love Sue Vang has these beautiful flowers. And yes, my cats chew on them. But sometimes what I'll do (laughs) is I'll just, I'll take the bouquet of flowers from room to room with me like I'm a bride, just so the cats don't chew on them. Um, but I always get flowers from Sue Vang. And then Stalzi's has a little bread booth. For several years, Crescendo had a little espresso booth and you can get coffee in the morning, which was great. I really love uh, Emerald Meadows produce um, and Two Good Farms and Don's produce. They have just a massive table of like all of the things that I want in whatever season it is. So like as soon as it's tomato season, they've got a ton of tomatoes. As soon as it's, you know, I just got a bunch of sweet potatoes and potatoes at the end of the winter market from them. But they, that's, you know, there are these farms that I kind of keep coming back to. And they have like the Northside Market too. They have music on Sunday mornings. Love it. Yeah. And they have kettle corn. It's such a vibe. Yeah, totally. (laughs) 
<laughs> and Bryant is there too. So like there's just there's a lot of great variety at some of the, even these smaller markets. And I've, I'm like I'm living vicariously because I haven't <laughs> I haven't ventured out yet. Um, but I am remembering, you know, like having a little spot that you go to and you're like, you know, you're going to get the goods. Gosh, I'm getting very hungry. <laughs> I think, too, with some of these smaller markets, if you go every week and you have yours that you go to, um, it was like summer of 2020. It was like during the like the pandemic weirds. Um, I saw my friend Sherry at that the Monona market and I hadn't seen anyone like outside of like my immediate circle, like randomly on the street in months. And I saw my friend at the market and I almost started to cry because I was like, oh my God, because because it's outdoors and you're shopping outdoors. So it felt a little bit safer and it's still, and it felt like, okay, this is local food. It's not as disrupted by the sl- supply chain and all that other stuff that we were worried about in 2020. But I really do think they build community, these small markets. And that's one of the beautiful things about Madison, too, is, you know, that would be so hard for it, you know, for it to disappear. The little moments of seeing people that, you know, makes it special here. And so we're talking Sunday. There's also a Southside Market uh, that is at the Labor Temple. You can go to that on Sunday. I've got to ask, is Robert Pierce still there? Yes, it looks like he is. Um, we had him on a panel several years ago, and he he was just he's just a wonderful character. Yeah. So a, f- a friend of mine posted a photo and he was like, I got some fresh veggies from Robert. So sounds like he's still there doing the thing. The Southside Market uh, is also a pickup spot now for compost scraps, if that's something that you want to do. That is huge. I miss composting. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been in an apartment and yeah and composting is is great and it sounds like you know how to do it so you're not putting you're not putting fat or meat in there you're yeah you know you like their parameters for your compost right yeah like coffee grounds yes. and you know your veggie scraps when you're cutting them up that's yes of thing. exactly I just feel productive you know just like you use it all but it sounds like so there now you can bring it to the to the market. Yes. Yeah, you can bring it to the market. I think the East Side Market also will have a drop off. Um that's a city of Madison thing that they just announced. Amazing. That's that's very useful. Um and how about the North Side Market? It sounds like from from some of the notes that we have from wonderful producer Molly, uh that it's dog friendly. It's been a few years since I've been in the Northside Market, but it's it's really accessible too. Uh, kind of like the West Side Market is, you know, where you can drive there. Um, <laughs> I love this note. Everything from mariachi music to that guy who plays the humongous xylophone. I think that might be a marimba. Um, I think he's also <laughs> at the Dane County Farmers Market um, and is always like playing beautiful things. Uh, fr- the Fresh Cool Drinks truck is there with those like spring rolls that are like big as your head. I love those spring rolls. Those are out of this world, <laughs> but they're in our world at the Northside Market. Marie Young from Far Baton. She does beautiful pastries. She was posting up at Garver. Girl, I've been there literally every weekend since we talked to her. Fantastic. Which is probably like <laughs> four weeks ago. She's amazing. I used to see her at Garver after I would get done with a yoga class and I would I would just be like, oh, I got to have I got like and then I couldn't decide. So I'd come with like three or four things. <laughs> and it's hard because they're all so good. And Troy Farm is on the north side as well. And that's like their kind of, I think, home based market. It's the closest one to them. So if you want to like get into some educational agriculture, you want to like get more involved, like Troy Farm is right near there and they're, they're also selling beautiful veggies at that Northside Market. Oh, 
I love it. So we covered the weekend. Just, you know, brief, there are also markets on the weekdays. There are several on, on the south side. Yes. So Centro Hispano has a market. That one's on Thursdays. That's the Mercadito. And there is the Wednesday market, which is the on MLK Junior Drive. That one's great. And a lot of chefs go to that one because it's a little bit more accessible. I've been to that one, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually, when I would go to the market on the east side, which is a Tuesday afternoon market from like four to seven, it's at Central Park now. And that one is really cool because Chrysalis Popsicles is there. Chrysalis anything, but Popsicles, it's the season. I'm so excited. They're so good. What are, like, what's the Popsicle? Yeah, there's, tell, because I haven't had them. So Chrysalis Pops is a, I believe it's a nonprofit. It's a part of the Chrysalis Clubhouse, which provides services for people in mental health and substance use recovery. And they were getting their like fruits and veggies and things, not veggies really, but fruits (laughs) from their own like farm. It was like locally produced popsicles. And they have wonderful flavors, strawberry lemon, strawberry rhubarb, cucumber mint with lime, which I loved. They have a- There's that rhubarb again. Yeah. They have a sweet sweet corn popsicle, which is weird and delicious. (laughs) Um, They have a cold brew coffee one with salted vanilla. Like Their flavors are amazing. And so they are at the East Side Market. And I used to go and get a popsicle while I was picking up my CSA from Roots Down Community Farm. And that is another plug, I think, for a market If you were looking and you're curious about community-supported agriculture, but you're like, ah, it's veggies every week. I'm never going to use them all. I don't know how much I would use. And, oh, they're going to give me kohlrabi and I don't like kohlrabi or whatever. Having a market share is beautiful because you basically are signing up and you're still supporting the farm and you're a member of the farm. So you get all those benefits of being a member and that close connection with the farmer. But also you're going to the market and you get to choose what you're what you're getting. So it's radical, got- literally yes. down to the root. It is roots down community farm CSA. Like I, I, yes, we don't need that much kohlrabi. <laughs> <laughs> there is so much cabbage and a head of cabbage. There's just so much cabbage. <laughs> well, um, you know, we're going to put links to all of these places in the, in our show note, but you know, one thing that's also remarkable, these, a lot of these markets, they're like rain or shine, right? Yes. Yeah. A lot of them are. And I've gone like, I'm like, okay, is it raining right now? Okay. I can like slip over and just like grab a couple things and it starts to really come down and you're like, okay, go, you know, but it's, it, there's a feeling of solidarity too, when people all show up and it's kind of a gross day and you're like, yeah, you know, we're doing this together. We're supporting these farms. We are currently members of Vitruvian Farm, and Vitruvian also has a little market booth uh, at the Monona Market, where I usually go. But doing a CSA pickup at a market or doing a market share, I feel like is a great way to sort of know you're going to have some veggies or know that you're supporting a specific farm and have a little bit of the ability to plan because they tell you what you're going to get, you know, kind of thing. But when I was picking up the CSA at the at the market... I was able to then like supplement and say, oh, I do want some extra strawberries. It's strawberry season right now. I am going to get some more. So it's a nice combo. This conversation has been way too beautiful. I need to cut this off right now. (laughs) I am way too excited. (laughs) Lindsay, thank you so much. Um, Gosh, so much to explore. And, you know, checking out some of these smaller markets is quite enticing. Yeah. I mean, and it's a great way to sort of see what's in season. And if nothing else, get yourself some flowers. Get yourself some flowers. You know, we all deserve flowers. 
Yeah, and Lindsay, I'm gonna give you your flowers. Thank you for setting us up so well. Sure thing. That's Lindsay Christians, food editor at the Cap Times. We'll throw links to all the markets we talked about in today's show notes. And here's what else Madison's talking about. Some pretty big news hit our hamlet this week. A pro sports team seems headed for Madison, a women's tier one professional soccer league. Who run the world? This would be a companion team to Ford Madison, our men's professional team. It's not yet a final deal. It's contingent on some renovations at Breeze Stevens Field to meet U.S. soccer standards. That said, Mayor Satya Rhodes-Conway is on board. The team could hit the field as soon as fall 2025. We're not waiting with bated breath. <laughs> it's, it's cool. <laughs> There's already a website. If you want to learn more, check out our show notes. And by the way, this is on top of the pro volleyball team that's coming next year. Feeling really shiny. But back to soccer, you know how Ford Madison has the flamingo pink everything? They just launched a team wine, the Chateau Mingo. A rosé, of course. It's from Wallersheim Winery in Prairie de Sac. That winery just reported that their red grape crop this year got wiped out due to early blooms and then frost. The Flamingo Rosé wasn't impacted, but woof. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell your favorite farmer's market stand about us? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then. Rosé all day. <laughs>